0: Praise the Lord. Chris, worship was awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let's say our confession together this morning. Amen. I am here on purpose because I have a purpose. My heart is open. My mind is ready to receive because God is not finished with me yet. My best days are right in front of me, and I have victory in my life because Jesus lives in me. Amen. Hallelujah. It's an honor to share God's word this morning. Thank God for our amazing pastors. Amen. Amen. We uh, had a house full of people over the weekend. My family was in, uh, my side of the family, Kelly's side of the family was in around Christmas and then uh, all my siblings and their kids, and and uh, there's 30, 35 people, and so it was just a wonderful time, and and, and everyone loves each other, and there's so much warmth, and there's uh, just a lot of joy. It is a wonderful time. And uh, we were singing that song, Overflow, and I was like, God, it was just overflow, just, just all the love and uh, encouragement from each other. So, you know, when you find out you're going to be hosting – you know, a big event like that at your house, and so all the different things start going through your mind, you know, is the yard going to look right, and then, you know, that's not quite done back there, and and then, okay, we got to clean, and organize, and decorate, and fix that up, and get that ready, and that bathroom doesn't lock quite right, and it opens up to the living room, what if somebody opens the door, okay, at the last minute, we'll install this extra secure lock on there, and all these different things, and the food, and just uh, all, all that goes into it, and, and if we're not careful, we start thinking about impressing, amen? And, and so it all kind of becomes like this performance and who we're going to impress. And boy, the Lord gave me a word about the whole thing just leading up to it that stop focusing on impressing and just focus on blessing, Amen. And uh, don't worry about impressing other people. Just be a blessing to other people. Be a a vessel that God can minister grace and encouragement and love and peace to others. Amen? Because that's what's really going to stick with people, not how impressed they were with what you were able to put together or accomplish or do or, you know. Of course, we want to do things with excellence. All those things are important, but that's not what it's all about. It's about being a vessel through whom God can minister to others. Amen? That's what it's all about and uh, a big part of that is the words that we speak leading up to an event and uh, the atmosphere we create in our homes with the words that we speak over our homes amen and uh, the atmosphere we create with the presence of the Holy Spirit that we invite into our homes and the atmosphere we create when people step in what are they greeted with what type of words amen. Because words are very powerful, and the word of the Lord this morning is Speak Life in 2020, Part 2. Amen? Amen. I thought last week was just so wonderful, despite the person giving the message, it was just a wonderful time. Amen? But I just felt like we could go a little further with with that word. Amen? And so, uh, Numbers chapter 13. And David, you already shared my message. Praise God, we are on the same page, brother. That's amazing to me. We are on the same page. It's awesome. Probably just all go home because David already shared the message. Amen. <laughs> Numbers 13. This amazing story about the power of our words and the impact of our words and uh, how important it is that we look to the words that God has already spoken. The promises that he has already made and what we do with those promises. Do we discount those promises? Do we doubt those promises? Do circumstances come along and take our focus off of those promises? And Numbers 13 is just uh, just an amazing um, example of the power of people's words and the long-lasting impact that those words have on others and on what happens and and how God looks at it. And uh, in Numbers chapter 13, Um, God spoke to Moses, said the Lord spoke to Moses and he said, send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the children of Israel. Everybody say, which he's giving. God said he was giving this land. And when God says it, it is a done deal. Send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the children of Israel. Of Israel he God had already spoken it um, through their elders in the past that had already been prophesied he'd already promised it and now he's reiterating this promise reminding them of the promise and 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 so then he gave Moses some specific instructions he said from each tribe of their fathers you sh- shall send a man every one of a leader among them so Moses sent them from the wilderness of Paran According to the command of the Lord, all of them men who were heads of the children of Israel. And then verses 4 through 16, it lists 12 people. But there's only two that we remember. (laughs) Because the other 10 spoke doubt, fear, and unbelief when they came back. The only two that any of us, well, I better make sure, are naming their kids after. I don't want to make anybody feel bad if you named your kid one of these people. Anyway, the two that we hear about people naming their kids are Caleb and Joshua. Amen. The two that came back later on, 40 days. This was quite an expedition. It was a 40-day trip, right? Living outside and spotting out this land. I was thinking about that this morning. It was quite a deal, a 40-day, you know, and the conversations that they must have had afterward. Caleb and Joshua really had to have this in their heart that what God had already said. And look how it plays out. Uh, Verse 17, then Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan. And Moses said to them, go up this way into the south and go up to the mountains and see what the land is like. See whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak, few or many, whether the land that they dwell in is good or bad, whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or strongholds, whether the land is rich or poor, whether there are forests there or not. And then Moses, he says, be of good courage and bring some of the fruit of the land now the time was the season of the first ripe grapes so the men went up they spied out the land from the wilderness of Zin as far as Rehob Rehob near the entrance of Hamath and then gives the the specifics the details of the location and then verse 25 it says and then the men returned from spying out the land for 40 days now they departed and they came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation So several hundred thousand people at that time said they came back to all the congregation, the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh, and they brought back word. Everybody say they brought back word. Word. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation, and they showed them the fruit of the land. And then they told them, and they said, we went to the land where you told us, and truly it flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. Nevertheless. The people who dwell in the land are strong, and the cities are fortified, very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell on the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, they dwell in the mountains. The Canaanites dwell by the sea along the banks of the Jordan. Then Caleb, he jumps in. The man of faith jumps in with words of faith. Caleb quieted the people. He began to see it turning a different direction because they knew who these people were, the Canaanites and the, the Hittites and the descendants of Anak. And they, Caleb recognized when he started speaking those words, those were negative words describing a bad situation, potentially bad situation, right? So Caleb jumps in right away before the conversation takes a bad turn. And Caleb jumps in and he says, let us go up at once and take possession. For we are well able to overcome it. Everybody say, We are well able. Amen. We are well able. But the men who had gone up with Caleb, they said to him, We are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we are. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land, which they had spied out, saying, the land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. All the people who we saw there are men of great stature. There we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak come from the giants. And we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. So we were in their sight. So all, look what happens when these people give this bad report. These ten people that nobody remembers Egal and Shaphat and Shamua and Palti and Gadiel and Gadi and Ami Amiel and Sether, Nabi. None of us named our kids after those people because <laughs> they're all negative doubt speakers, just speaking what they see, not remembering the promises that the creator of the universe had already spoken. Amen. And the all so after they had given this negative report, thousands of people, all the children of Israel complained. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed a verse. Verse one. All the congregation lifted up their voices and they cried. And the people wept that night because of that negative report. And verse two says, All the children of Israel, then look what they do. They complained against Moses and Aaron. And the whole congregation said to them, If only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had died in this wilderness, why has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword so that our wives and our children should become victims? Everybody say victims. That's victim talk. Say, I'm not a victim. Say, I'm a victor. Amen. Would it not be better for. Okay, I gotta be careful because. We're going to go eat after, actually, we have lots of good food left. We don't have to go spend money and eat. My kids, after service, are going to tell me how many times I said amen, because they, if I say too many, they start keeping track, so I've got to be careful with this. Amen. Where'd that come from? <laughs> so a couple times ago, I said amen like 83 times, right? And I said I don't want to do that because I don't want to have anything I'm doing that take away from the word that God has. Amen. Oh, gosh, I did it again. <laughs> but then last week I said, how'd I do that? They said, you did pretty good. It was only like 17. So we're getting getting better. Praise the, Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right. So they said to one another. Now they said, man, let's just get rid of Moses and let's select a leader. And now let's return to Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. But Joshua and Caleb, who were among those who had spied out the land, they tore their clothes and they spoke to the children of the congregation of the children of Israel. And here's what they said. Here comes the words of faith. They said, the land that we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and he will give it to us. It is a land that flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of that land, for they are our bread. Not because these men were prideful, because they knew the promise. Amen. Here we go. For they are our bread. Their protection has departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. Then all the congregation said to stone them with stones. Now the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of meeting before all the children of Israel. And then listen what the Lord says about this negative report. Then the Lord said to Moses, how long will these people reject me? They rejected his promise or they forgot about his promise or didn't have confidence in his promise or didn't believe the word that God had already said. And God interpreted that as rejection because he had already said it. Say, I'm a person of faith. Person of faith. Say, I believe, I believe the word. Amen. Isaiah fifty-five eleven says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. David spoke it earlier. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but my word shall accomplish what I please. And my word shall prosper or be effective in the thing for which I said it. If God said it, if God says it. It's done. Everybody say it's done. done. Say it's a promise. God and his word are one. He cannot break his word. Psalm 89 34 says my covenant. I will not break nor will I alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. David said it earlier. We have everything we need That we're ever going to need because we have the revelation of his word and his word has creative power. Amen. Amen. Jesus, when he was leaving, he said, I still have many things to say to you, but you can't bear it now. But when I leave, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. Everything that the Father has is mine. And I'm going to reveal it to you. The Holy Spirit is going to take it from me and reveal it to you. Those things that he still wanted to say. Awesome. We have everything that we need To do everything that God would have us to do and live the abundant, full life that we all want to live. And it's all found in the creative power of this living word that he's already given us. Amen. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8 says the grass withers and the flowers fall. But the word of our God stands forever. Leaders rise. Leaders fall. Presidents come presidents go i want to come right back to this word but pastor bill you were talking about uh, president trump earlier i don't know if you all saw this this happened uh yesterday if you get a chance get on youtube when you get home today all right if you get a chance um at president trump that was at uh king jesus international ministries in miami florida yesterday thousands of people at this 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 church is something else guillermo maldonado his youth pastor spoke at an event that i was at in tulsa word explosion probably five or six years ago and it was it was just amazing that place is anointed whoo king jesus international ministries well our president was on stage at that church and he was being prayed over by jensen franklin um uh Huge, amazing church in North Carolina, and then Guillermo Maldonado, the senior pastor at King Jesus International Ministries, and then Paula White, another pastor from Florida, and they were all praying over him, and then and then President Trump gave, gave a message about rallying evangelicals and that type of thing, and it, if you get a chance, it's about a five-minute video, just get on YouTube, and it's Evangelicals Pray Over Trump at Miami Mega Church, and it's powerful, it's five minutes and 47 seconds on, on YouTube, anyway. So I think you'll enjoy it. Um, Leaders rise and fall. Presidents come and go. Businesses rise and fall. Right? Nations rise and fall. God's word endures forever. God's word is the one thing that endures forever. God's word is the one thing that it's the sure foundation we can build our life on. Stock market rises and falls. God's word. God's word. Is the foundation. And James expounds on the importance of our words in the new covenant. We talked about this a little bit last week. But we we see it in Numbers 13 in the old covenant. James talks about it in the new covenant. And he says we all stumble in many things. He said but if anyone does not stumble in word. He is a. Perfect man. What? (laughs) What? Because the words that we speak are so powerful, they have the ability, the creative power to bring the rest of our life in line with the life we want to live and the person and the people we want to be. Godly people. Amen. He said, if you can bring your words in line with God's word at the inspiration and the leading of the Holy Spirit and speak God's current manna over your life. You can bring it all in line in your life. You can bring it all together. You're still going to deal with that flesh, but the power of those creative words spoken over your flesh is going to give you that necessary Holy Spirit power every morning to overcome. Amen? I'm going to keep saying it. I don't care if you keep counting. Go ahead. Count on. Let's go. <laughs> He said, we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he's a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. This body we got to deal with. This body that wants to be lazy and do wrong things. Speak the word over it and we can grow in this thing and keep that body under control. Amen? Amen? Amen. He said, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us and we turn their whole body." Look also at ships, although they are so large and they're driven by fierce winds, they're turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue, the words, even so the tongue is a little member and it boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. Our words are sparks and they have the ability to set a fire, good or bad. Proverbs eighteen twelve. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Death and life are in the power of the words that are spoken. Look at what death on one hand, life on the other, everything in between. Death and life in the power of the words that are spoken. What are we speaking today? Our words are a spiritual force that's going forward, and they are creating something. Are we creating life? Are we creating death? The different areas that we all have influence, God has given us influence, and relationships, and different things he's given us influence over, creating life or creating death. With that spiritual force that's coming out of our mouth, amen? Amen. God's word has tremendous creative power. God's word has power over natural things. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed or created by the word of God. I love what David said. Let light be, and it's still being now. (laughs) It's still going. Still going today. Words have production power. Words produce life. Or words produce death. The power of words is not a charismatic word of faith doctrine. It's a fundamental foundational truth of all people of faith. Believers in Jesus. Filled with the Holy Spirit. This is not a charismatic word of faith thing. This is a foundational principle truth of God's word that the devil tries to rob from us, amen? Hebrews eleven three. three, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of the things which are visible. Words have inherent creative power. Words are loaded with power. God created with his word, and he's given you and I that same creative power. I saw in action this weekend. Once I started thinking about not impressing but being a blessing, then I started thinking about, okay, who cares what they think about my landscaping? Looks bad right now. Who cares what they think about it, right? Stop impressing, being a blessing. Then I started speaking what I wanted to see and what I wanted, how I wanted people to feel love the entire weekend. And so I said, Father, I thank you. The moment they drive in the driveway, let them sense your peace your contentment, your joy. When they walk in the door, just let them sense your warmth, your grace, your goodness. Let them leave encouraged and fulfilled. Amen. And we saw it. It was great. Even my older sister who picked on me my whole life. Amen. She's a wonderful person. She's a, she's a, like one of the sweetest people I've ever known. But I am the one person she picks on. But it's okay. It created good character in me. It helped me overcome. (laughs) Mark chapter five. I guess I shouldn't speak that word as she picks on me. I don't really care, actually. Mark chapter five. Oh, yeah, my kids also tell me when I drink water on stage, I go like this. They say, why do you jerk your whole body back? Why don't you just tip the bottle? I said, I'm going to get better at that, too. Thank you. Mark chapter five. A certain woman had a flow uh, had a flow of blood or a blood condition for 12 years, and she had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all of her money, and she was no better. Rather, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came from behind him in the gra- crowd. She touched his garment, for she said, If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Everybody say, for she said. Immediately. Her blood condition was cured, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing that power had gone out of him, he turned around in the crowd and he said, Who touched my clothes? His disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging around you, and you say, Who touched me? He looked around to see her who had done this thing. And, but the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, she came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well it was his power and it was her faith and the words that evidenced her faith that released the power that's in him to impact her situation Romans chapter 10 verse 8 says what does it say The word is near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. And believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. You will be saved or rescued or delivered. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And that salvation in Greek. I'm not a Greek scholar but Google makes it easy. Salvation in Greek. Soteria says to rescue deliverance from danger, restorations to a state of safety, soundness, health and well-being with the mouth, with the heart, that right standing comes and we become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And with the mouth, we work out that salvation to that state of soundness and deliverance. Hallelujah. Five keys this morning, real briefly, five keys to release the power of God with words of faith. Learning from that. Story in the book of Numbers, chapter 13, five keys. Number one, find the promise, find the promise that God has already made. And his word is his promise. Number two, remember the promise. We don't know if the circumstance in the situation was just in their eyes bigger than the promise. But for us, it's to remember the promise. Amen. Despite the circumstances. Despite what's going on, remember what he already said about it. Number three, believe the promise. Find the promise. Remember the promise. Believe the promise. Meditate it. Rehearse it. Speak it. Put it in front of us. When I first started coming to Victory Christian Center, I had never heard a faith message of love before. Had never heard it. And I started coming to Victory Christian Center, and I got turned on for the things of God. And I started getting excited, and I started learning the word of God. And so in my, my apartment on the Bluffs on South 4th Street, I don't know how many scriptures I had on my wall, probably 100. I was living by myself, and I just printed them out, and I put like 100 scriptures all over the walls to keep it in front of me. I had a friend from high school came over, and they walked in and go, whoa, you crazy, man. I mean, what's going on with you? Who cares? (laughs) I don't know where they're at now, but I know where I'm at. It works. Amen. Get the word in front of us. Find his promise. Remember the promise. Believe the promise. And number four, just thank him for the promise. The book of Hebrews says, therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise. He's already made his sacrifice. Now we just offer a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Number four, thank him for the promise. And number five, David said this, stay on the promise. Refuse to come off the promise. Refuse to come off the promise regardless of how long it takes because his word has creative power and the words that we speak are creating something. And so just stay on it. Don't come off of it. Keep speaking God's promise over your life. Keep thanking him for what he's always promised. His word will not return to him void. He said it would accomplish what he has sent it forth to do. And his word framed everything that we see. He spoke light, and it's still light outside. So stay on it. Don't come off his promise. Stay on it. Stay on it, despite what people say. You, Hey, listen. You and I may be two out of 12 that are on the promise. There may be 10 against you, and only one with you, Caleb and Joshua right <clears throat> don't whine <laughs> don't describe how bad it is describe how awesome god is declare his promises in faith find the positive in everything find the positive in every situation speak life speak faith our words are seeds and our words grow words produce fruit and continual speaking and confession of god's revelation word over every area of our lives will produce the results amen let's all bow our heads for a moment this morning if you're here this morning and Maybe you're far from God. You came in here this morning and you know your life is not right. You've been on the wrong path. Well, God drew you by his Holy Spirit here this morning. And you're here this morning to get back on the right path. To be close to the one who loves you and provides us hope every morning. And strength and grace and peace and contentment and joy and fulfillment that only he can give. That's why you're here. If you're here this morning, you say, pastors, my life is not right, but I want to get back on the right path this morning. We pray, we put our hope in Jesus, put our faith in Jesus, the only Son of God, and that's that's that step forward on the right path. We come as we are, we offer our lives, and He takes care of the rest. All across the room this morning, if that's you, would you say, would you pray for me? we want to pray for you this morning could you lift your hand in the air pray for you this morning yes ma'am anybody else anybody else this morning say would you pray for me thank you sir thank you sir. praise the lord yes sir amen thank you father hallelujah we're all going to pray together this morning lisa could you could you grab her hand and pray with Right there. Thank you. Thank you. I am going to pray with you, sir. What's your name? David, it's great to see you. Let's all pray together this morning. Just pray after me, Father. Say, Father, thank you for your love. I receive your love this morning. I have sinned. I've made mistakes. I ask you this morning, forgive me of all of my sins, cleanse me, you're the one who can do it, I put my faith in you, Lord Jesus thank you for your love for me, my father I want to live for you, thank you for your love for me, thank you for your cleansing power at work in my life to lift the burden of sin off of my life. I put my faith in you, my trust in you, in Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen. Give the Lord a hand this morning, amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus, we praise you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord. We praise you this morning. Hallelujah. If you need prayer in any area of your life this morning, let's pray for one another. All across the room, if you need a breakthrough, You know, breakthrough will come with words of faith spoken. We can also pray and agree in faith for breakthrough for each other. So all across the room this morning, if you need prayer in any area of your life, um, uh, in your finances, or your health, or your family, or a situation at work, you would need a breakthrough. You are needing God to go to work on your behalf. Let's agree together. All across the room this morning, if you need a breakthrough this morning, could you lift your hand? Amen. And we're just going to pray for one another. Amen. Father, you see each hand that's lifted up, and we just agree in Jesus' name for breakthrough on behalf of each person in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Our trust and our confidence is in you this morning. We thank you for wisdom for each person and for miracle breakthrough power, Father, from you in Jesus' precious name. Everybody said. Amen. Let's all stand up this morning. Give the Lord one more hand. Amen. Let's go out with this powerful confession. A word of faith spoken over our lives. Amen? Amen. (laughs) I am loved. loved. I'm living for Jesus. Jesus. I have the mind of Christ. Christ. My body is healed. healed. I'm strong. I'm I'm healthy. I'm I'm debt free. -free. Everything I touch is prospering. I am blessed. My family's blessed. My home is full of love. It's full of joy. It's full of joy, full of peace. God's favor is all my life. My past is forgiven. My future is bright. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. Go and be blessed. Pastor Bill's back next week. Amen.